Hello, I'm Nicholas Perot, and welcome to my podcast, The Life of the Greats and the Discovery of Many More. In this podcast, we talk about the explorers and what they did and what was important and how they helped New France. Today, I will be talking about the contents of my life and the feeling of those situations. If you missed last time's episode, we talked about the explorers' journeys and some of the founding fathers in New France, and if their discoveries were flukes. Some of them came to explore the new land, and others came to find spice trade routes to Asia. Was it lucky for them to find this new land, or unlucky? These were some of the questions we talked about in our episode last time. My life started in Burgundy, France, in 1641, where my life was normal. My father was a lieutenant of justice. Because of this, I was raped by the Jews. When I became an adult, I dreamed about being an explorer and finding new places for France. I entered the fur trade and moved to New France when I was 22. I started working in the Great Lakes region, where I was one of the first French men to work with the Algonquin tribe, which was located near Green Bay. While I was there, I learned their whole language and could talk to them fluently. In 1670, Governor Frontenac sent me on an expedition which led me to the Mississippi. While I was there, a fire broke out in my settlement, and I lost 40,000 livres worth of furs. Of course, I was financially ruined after that. In 1688, I came back from my expedition and lived in the settlement near Green Bay for a year. In 1689, the governor sent me back, which was against my will, and I set up a settlement called St. Fort Nicolas, which showed that I claimed the Mississippi for France. In 1990, me and Louis de broke through an Iroquois blockade and brought valuable supplies to our allies in the West. In 1995, I brought the Fox, Miami, Souk, Menomi, and the Potawatomi chiefs to, to Montreal upon the governor's request. In 1701, I made my last diplomatic scene. Governor Louis Hector de Calais needed my help in ending the Franco-Iroquois Wars. Calais had rallied 30 American Indian tribes for an accord that guaranteed their neutrality in the event of a conflict between the French and the English. I was the interpreter for the Western tribe. In the end, the Peace of Montreal was signed by both groups. In 1671, I married Madeleine Raclos. She gave birth to my 11 children. I retired in 1696 and in poverty. After I made my last diplomatic scene, not very many people saw me. This was because I just wanted to live my life normally and just by myself and my family. Even my dearest friends didn't see me. By this time, I had made very good. I've been very good friends with the chief. He said he didn't even see me. He didn't see me since 1703.
I died on August 13th, 1717 in Benacor. Luckily, I died in my sleep and no pain was had happened. My final lines were, Lack of paper prevents me from going on at a greater length, as I would have every right to do so, even if I were deprived of even that modest means. I said this because I wanted to go further and map more stuff, but I couldn't have enough paper to map everything else I wanted to do. And I would have every right to do so, because this is my life, and I wish to, I can do whatever I want. In the next episode of The Life of the Greats and the Discovery of Many More, we will be talking about Champlain's alliances with the Anishinaabe and how they benefited and disadvantaged France in the future. Thank you for listening to The Life in the Life of the Greats and the Discovery of Many More.